Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade, keeping you up to date with everything in the music world. Welcome back to Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade, where we keep you up to date with everything that's happening in the music world. In this week's episode, we're going to go over Kim and Kanye and the beef that they have at the moment. And because it's Valentine's Day, we will let you know our favourite love songs. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, probably the two biggest names in the world, I'd say. Everybody knows who this couple is. And in 2021, Kim filed for a divorce from Kanye after six years of marriage. And a source revealed the pair had a big fight in December 2020 that pushed her to this breaking point. So now you're caught up. <laughs> That's Kim and Kanye. They're divorced. Okay, so. <laughs> well, in the process of being divorced, but well, yes. Yeah. Kim hinted at the reasons behind the split during an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians last year. She said, I think he just deserves someone who will support his every move and go follow him all over the place and move to Wyoming. I can't do that. He should have a wife that supports his every move and travels with him and does everything and I can't. I feel like an effing failure and it's my effing third marriage. Yeah, I feel like an effing loser, but I can't even think about that. I just want to be happy. That makes me so sad hearing that quote. Like, her saying that she's a failure and... Like, her third marriage, yeah. You would have some doubts about yourself, I guess. And you'd be upset too. Yeah. But also, I think that there has to be some line where... Like, if you're a celebrity, it's different. It's not a normal relationship. No, not at all. Completely different lives. So I don't think she should be feeling like this about herself because I think six years with a musician constantly travelling, like, you've done a good job. Yeah, it was like, um, I remember this conversation started a lot when, um, this is really, really out of pocket, but Katy Perry and Russell Brand, when they were married Mm. and they got divorced... And Russell Brand said, I want to get a divorce to her over text before she went on stage to perform. But... Oh, my God. What? It was in her documentary. But that kind of started the conversation of how hard it is to maintain a relationship while you're famous. And you can always kind of tell because often successful, famous relationships, there's always the one person who is lesser in the public eye than the other. Mm. And they're both very much in the public eye. And Kanye West has obviously had a lot of mental health struggles. And all of his tweets that came out where he was, like, comparing... It all to being like, you know, the horror movie. It's called Get Out. Get Out. So they divorced around a year ago. And since then, Kanye has been absolutely bombarding Kim on social media, in person, in interviews. It's honestly just embarrassing at this point. And you think about it, Kim has taken the high road in this. She's not really speaking out about it. She's been so quiet. And even, like, before, like, because I've watched, like, the Keeping Up with the Kardashian series, when she's going through it, she's very private. And all of her sisters said that. They said she doesn't even talk about it to them and their family. Damn. She just deals with it. And she's very, like, privatised about her emotions. I do have a lot of respect for Kim in that regard, that she can separate her professional and personal life and not everything about her, like, comes up. Although she's on a reality show literally about her life. Yeah. But even then, we still don't know much. Yeah, true. She's very good at keeping things a mystery. Kanye called out Kim on Instagram for letting their eight-year-old daughter North have a TikTok account and she's actually come out and said this is a joint account with her and her daughter. But yeah, he has said in the past that he does not like, he has a distaste for this, for her having TikTok. I don't know if it's all social medias or just TikTok. But then I think about it, at eight years old, I, I didn't have social media. I think I might have. I think I I think my mum made me a little Facebook page where I could just play those, those little games. Yeah, I actually remember now. I had a Facebook page to keep in contact with the family. Yeah, and then like play those little mm. Facebook games back when <laughs> those were all the rage. I miss them so much. Anyway. And everyone would just constantly send you like 
take invites to their games. You're like, yeah. I don't want to play the farming game, Nan. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to play pokies today. I'm eight, Nan. <laughs> There's like a boundary that's obviously being crossed. And I think the boundary is, first of all, bringing it public. Mm. Second of all, then not actually having a conversation about it. But also, I feel like if I was Kim, I don't know, I don't think I'd want to see him because of what he's posting online. Why would I want to confront him, you know? Why would I want to have that conversation when he's just gone straight to social media? It's like, you're not going to have the respect to come and talk to me about it. I'm not going to have the respect to talk to you about it. You can't see the daughter. Yeah, fair enough. If I was Kim, I would not let him see the kids. No. Because he's showing erratic unpredictable behaviour and him posting online is actually not going to help a custody battle if he needs to have one, which by the looks of it, he's probably going to be having one. Mm -hmm. And him posting online erratically and acting erratically in public and he's obviously, not obviously, he has had mental health problems that have been very publicly broadcasted in the past. He's not going to have a good running in keeping custody of the kids. No. And since this actually, he's taken down all of his posts online, but we'll get to that in a second. He went to Instagram and said in pretty much all caps locks since this is my first divorce i need to know what i should do about my daughter being put on tiktok against my will oh my god like relax oh it's not that deep anyway since this is my first divorce like shut up shut up yeah he's clearly throwing digs at her like he makes me so mad just with like he doesn't know how to keep things private he never has Mm -mm. and he always goes on his massive rants he always does like this it's so embarrassing and honestly i don't know how kim stayed with him for this long me neither the constant you know how she would constantly be posting sort of on his behalf. Uh Uh-huh. Like, constantly having to do that. You shouldn't have to do that for someone else. And when you let him post, then the internet bullies you and writes articles about you and berates you. Mm. She's a strong lady. I've never had more respect for Kim Kardashian than her leaving Kanye West, to be honest. Never had more respect for the Kardashians. So, obviously, after this, Kim was actually you know, obviously very quiet about this. She addressed the whole situation Hmm. in an Instagram story. And God, did she go in. She said, Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create. As the parent who is the main provider and caregiver for our children, I am only doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Divorce is a difficult situation on our children and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, all I have wanted is nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it's what is best for our children and it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately and hopefully he can respond to the third attorney he has had in the past year to resolve any issues amicably. In response, Kanye ended up sharing a series of posts to his page over the next couple of days questioning Kin's parenting choices and reiterating he feels their entire dispute is being one-sidedly controlled. Isn't he? Okay, I'm not even, I don't even need to say my opinion on that. Directly questioning Kim's post, he wrote on Instagram, what do you mean main provider? Um, maybe because she is the main provider. Is that not... okay? Do they not live with her? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and she probably pays for all their shit. Yeah. He also went on to say, America saw you try and kidnap my daughter on her birthday but by not providing the address, referring to another dispute that we are about to get into. Bruh, 
She's the mother. She has the custody of the children. How is that kidnapping at her own birthday party, at the daughter's birthday party? Mm-hmm. How is that kidnapping? That'd be like you having a birthday at your mum's house mm. and your dad lives in another state and he flies over to come and see and the mum goes, you can't come over. You're kidnapping my daughter right now? How does that make sense? Yeah, it just doesn't really line up. It's like he doesn't understand that they're also her kids. Yeah, and you've also got to think about it too. She's actually a lawyer. She, yeah. She just passed the baby bar exam, so she's technically, well, she's technically like a miniature lawyer, not fully because she hasn't passed the proper bar, but she's fully on her way, so she knows law. Mm. You're fucking with a lawyer. Yeah, why even try? Like, it's you're going to lose. First of all, it's a Kardashian. You're going to lose anyway. Because like, she's got all the money in the world. They've, they literally run the world. <laughs> Second of all, she's a lawyer, so... <laughs> So going on about the whole birthday party situation, Kanye went to Instagram and said, I want to bring my kids to my hometown of Chicago to see my basketball team play for 7,000 people and Kim is stopping that. How is this joint custody? Okay, let's let's answer his question because he's obviously very confused. <laughs> about let's spell it out is, for you, Kanye. How is this joint custody, kind? <laughs> so joint custody is usually a court agreement, right? Mm. I'm not a lawyer, so don't quote us on this. We don't give this, but we're just going to spell it out for you, Kanye. Joint custody is one person and then another person. One person will have the children for this amount of time and the other person will have children for that amount of time. We don't know the details behind that. We don't know if they have agreed on that. We don't know what the agreement is because that's private for mm. a reason, Kanye. So maybe you should keep things private. And joint custody is usually when two people have the custody over the same thing and they share it. Yeah. Well, he's saying that Kim isn't sharing. <laughs> but is that a court agreement or is it because he's literally threatening to beat up people? Hmm. In Itty's song hmm. where he released a thing of a skinned fucking monkey talking about he wants to beat Pete Davidson's ass, which is Kim Kardashian's new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's literally publicly bullying his eldest child. I would not leave my children if I was Kim. I would not let my children anywhere near him because he's being erratic. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I agree with you 100%. Kanye shared several videos on the day of the party claiming Kim had refused to give him the address to the event. He said, I'm just wishing my daughter a public happy birthday. I wasn't allowed to know where her party was. He then went on to say, I will no longer put my hand through a blender to hug my children. My mother took... Okay, now he just goes on some rant, right? <laughs> my mother took me to Chicago when I was three and told my dad if he came to Chicago, he would never see me again. So I bought the house next door. I dream of a world where dads can still be heroes. Okay, son, dads can be heroes, but you're not doing the top-notch job of being a dad. So how do you expect to get that title right now? You're bullying your child online. Literally. <laughs> like This also in the past, he has come out and said publicly that his daughter was almost aborted. And like he was <laughs> talking about that, like how North was mm. almost aborted, but they just didn't say that about your own daughter that exactly you, you know that you're a, that you're like a public musician mm-hmm. people are going to report about you and you talk about your own daughter make it make sense make it make sense your and, daughter's um, gonna see that in years and be so hurt yeah it's also not gonna help if you have these custody battles <laughs> that sort of post will not help you because <laughs> did you see kim come out and say that no she loves her little babies i think it's weird that he brought the house next door i'd get a restraining yeah. order on him yeah. And I wouldn't let him in the house anyways if he's threatening to beat up my boyfriend. Yeah. 
was threatening violence and he's like he's clearly unstable like this this is instability and people are like literally egging him on going like oh you're so good like you're so good like you know you deserve this like you got to see your children do you not see the, all the red flags? Like, mm. just think of this entire situation. If it was just you're know, like some guy down the street, you wouldn't care. Like, you would be like, just leave the kids with the mum. You know, you wouldn't be on his side. But it's just because he's so present, and everyone knows Kanye West. I honestly just think it comes down to the fact that people love drama. Yeah. And Kanye gives drama. I think this might tie into what you were saying earlier. Kanye shared a post calling the Kardashians out and claiming that they play with black men's lives, an accusation that he has made before. And when he claimed he wasn't invited to Chicago's birthday party last month, he also appeared to make a jab at the Kardashians for playing games and taking their fathers out of their homes purposefully. Just because all the sisters have had darker skin tone partners doesn't mean it's some conspiracy. I don't think Courtney has. That's true. She had, what, Scott? Scott? Who, who, by the way, they still co-parent, and that's a healthy thing to look up to. And I bet you Kim Kardashian, that's what she wanted. Yeah, not all this drama. And look look at Khloe Kardashian. She's literally being clowned by the whole entire internet for how many times Tristan has cheated on her, but yet she still co-parents with him and she still has that healthy relationship. Mm. Literally make it make sense. Like, clearly he's just trying, he's put, he's trying to push a narrative to people who are easily brainwashed and do not want to hear out the other person's story to try and utilise, like, cancel culture and all that kind of stuff to try and just get him mm-hmm. whatever he wants. He's like a two-year-old a whinging two-year-old but then i also need to sympathize with the fact that he does want to see his kids really bad but if you want to see your kids so bad then you should be stable and you should have proof that you're like mentally capable enough to be able to deal with that Hmm. a bit of me is like oh poor kanye he must be so upset can't see his kids he's acting out like this but then it's like get your act together like you know that you're divorced. You've been divorced for a year now, or in the process, whatever. Just get it together. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's Just move on. And the fact that, I don't know if you remember, but, like, a couple months ago, he was on stage, like, like Kim, I want you back. Like, take me back, rah, mm. rah. And then, like, posting photos of them on his Instagram saying, like, God, will lead this back together, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then now he's just switched. And, and then the next day after he posted all that, he then had a photo shoot with that girl basically mouth-fucking each other. The Julia Fox girl. Yeah. Make it make sense. And then you get mad at Kim Kardashian for getting a boyfriend and having a boyfriend around the kids. When you literally just did that. Like, the next day. Kanye, everyone used to love you. I don't understand. (laughs) It's just double standards that don't make enough sense for me to make it make sense in my own brain. Mm. The most recent thing that's come out is Kanye West is claiming that Kim Kardashian accused him of putting a hit on her. Try saying that ten times fast. Anyway, so he's responded on his Instagram and he says, Yesterday, Kim accused me of putting a hit on out on her, so let me get this straight. I begged to go to my daughter's party and I'm accused of being on drugs. Then I go play with my son and I take Akira graphic novels and I'm accused of stealing. Now I'm being accused of putting a hit on her? These ideas can actually get someone locked up. They play like that with black men's lives, whether it's getting them free or getting them locked up. I'm not playing about my black children anymore. And then there was more drama with Kim's phone number. Obviously, Kim being Kim, I would get a new phone number Mm. with Kanye being, like, not nice on Mm. social media. One of Kim Kardashian's friends, husbands. Yeah. A former assistant that is her friend. Her husband, Kanye West, got in contact with, and then he sent her 
he sent him Kim Kardashian's number and then he tweeted out the text conversation saying, thanks da, 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 for giving me Kim Kardashian's number. Why would you... Okay, first of all, do you think this is real? Because it sort of looks fake, right? Obviously, after all of this, they've all of the posts have been removed from his social media, so clearly something's got in contact with him, whether it's a cease and desist, whether it's a something, or mm. they've actually had a chat about it. Yeah. It's not online anymore. So fans of them are saying that since all of his posts and everything are gone, that they're sort of making amends in the background? I have a feeling more <laughs> that this is more of what it would be. Kim Kardashian's put a cease and desist on him and said, stop talking about me publicly because it's damaging to our children. I would say that's more likely because considering she's a lawyer, her father's a law- her father was a lawyer before he passed away and she's in law school. She could have got one of her mentors to write a long-ass letter. Mm, that's very true. She could sue him for everything that he has. So another thing that has happened over the past, like week, weekend kind of area, uh, Julia Fox. It's another part of Ye's life, which is quite um, playing a connection into this, you mm. would say. There's been speculations so of whether Julia and Ye have ended their whirlwind bromance just a month after going public, after noticing she deleted several pictures of the pair from her page and an unfollowed fan accounts centred on their relationship. But she's hopped online and she's cancelled these out. She said, guys, relax. I unfollowed the fan accounts because I was tired of seeing myself, okay? <laughs> Suddenly, Instagram was not a fun place anymore. I took the fucking photos down because I read comments. Everybody was like, oh, my God, you clearly just only posted photos where you looked good in. Okay. Well, that's that's Julia Fox. Um, yeah. they She dated Kanye, apparently, and, yeah, broke up a month later, so. Well, we don't know if they've broken up. That's true. It hasn't been confirmed. No. But then, somebody who just randomly came into all of this, and I think we're going to do an episode about her at a later date, Mm -hmm. just because otherwise this will be like an hour or two hours long, because this person (laughs) has so much stuff. Azalea Banks has chimed into the situation, reposting all this kind of stuff. So there's this person called Rap Talk on Twitter who posted saying, Today alone, you've seen that he's not allowed to edit his own documentary, give him zero control over his own narrative on something about him, then condemnation of his parenting because he doesn't want his eight-year-old daughter on TikTok make it make sense. It's men's mental health matters until a man is Kanye West, in which case it's whatever makes headlines. So that's what somebody tweeted out. And then she screenshotted this, went on her Instagram, good old Azalea Banks. She said, (laughs) y'all are making way too many excuses for Kanye. This is the second time he has publicly bullied Northwest, first with the abortion shit and now putting her on blast on his Instagram page as if she's some sort of criminal. Kanye had no problem with that magazine cover where North had a fucking belly top on, purple eyeliner with her little bud showing through the shirt. He thought it was fashion. Yul said nothing. Hence, like, sexualizing the child at a young age, and this was before she was eight years old. Mm. Aside from the fact that he's making it his business to try and wreck the mental health of the only person around to care for his children, their mother, while he gallivants the streets with dirty industry interns, druggy slut bags, eating dirty steaks at lay drive through bars, and is clearly having rapid opioid slash heroin come down withdrawals type outbursts. You'll call it a mental health issue. I have never once seen Kanye have this much smoke for any of his male adversaries. This is pussy-ass, deadbeat, abusive, man shit. And all you bleeps try to keep the cycle of plantation-style shaming and embarrassing young black children for being kids is what the fuck is wrong with this toxic-ass culture. Trying to accuse a mother of kidnapping their own child. Chicago was supposed to be hanging out with him and Julia's horrible, cool, sculpting 
while they get drunk and high so Julio can blow vape pen smoke into Chicago's face. Maybe North is looking for a fun escape because she has to look online and see her dumbass dad talking all this shit about her own mother when Kim doesn't give him the attention he begs for. He turns his anger on her by posting about her picture on his Instagram talking about his will as if she's a fucking piece of property and not a young black girl just trying to be happy. For fuck's sakes, Kanye West is an abusive psychopath. It's beyond mental illness. Stop trying to help him and start trying to help the poor child that he keeps on trying to publicly embarrass and publicly abuse to garner sympathy for his ashy ass. Oh my god. She went in. She went fucking off. I think a few of those things obviously she's very she's got a reputation for being very no filter, very Mm. aggressive, very things but I think she in some points she has some good points. Yeah. I would say it could have been said without the name calling that was posted to her Instagram story but I think it doesn't make sense that it was okay for them to sexually as their child for a magazine photo shoot where they would have made money off of her but they're not okay for her to have a TikTok account where she's not even being sexualized. She's just making little creative videos. Yeah. Her videos are literally just like her face. Like... <sighs> Or like, like trying on like cool clothes. She has like cool clothes. Yeah. And then or she should has, like, I show cool. Kim? Like it's actually pretty cool. You can actually like see Kim Kardashian just being normal. It's weird. They would have gotten all the money from that photo shoot as well. It's not what North, what's North going to do with money. Mm. I think she's made some good points, but I also think I know how Salia Banks is. And she comes, I think this comes from a good place. I think she means well, and I think she wants the kids to be left alone. I just think that calling it a rapid opioid heroin come down withdrawal type behavior is a little mm, bit out of pocket. Might be a bit much. <laughs> Could have just left it as it's not okay. But that's you know? also how she talks. Um, if you don't know, Azalea Banks isn't really the best type of person. She's racist, homophobic, mm. transphobic, like all the bad words. Mm-hmm. She's them. Which I think we will talk about in another episode of all her feuds with people. Mm. But yeah, what are your thoughts about that response to that? I think it had a really solid start and she should have just ended it before starting to accuse him of being like a drug addict. Yeah. and blowing smoke in the kid's face and stuff. Like, if you don't know, don't say it. I don't know. I haven't seen her do that, Julia Fox. I haven't seen anything about that. But, yeah, don't say it if it's not true, you know, especially if you've got such a big platform and you're going after someone who is bigger than you. Like, get your facts right. But the beginning was good. I, I don't think she kidnapped her own kid <laughs> at all. Like, no. Yeah, this whole situation is very messy, and I really do feel for the children the most, I think, mm. because they are going to have to grow up and see these headlines because whatever goes on the internet stays on the internet forever. Yep, no matter how hard you try to delete it. Just like all these things have been deleted, but they've all been screenshotted and reposted everywhere. Yep, and now we're talking about it. Now you're going to talk about it. Like, it's it's never going to go away. But that's just the joys of the internet. And I think in an internet age as well, I think children on TikTok makes a lot of sense. Because if you think about it right, especially somebody with that public kind of figure, Mm. what are all the kids doing these days? They're all on TikTok. They're all on Instagram. Kids are getting into technology and social media at a much younger age because that's what they've grown up with. Mm. Because that's just how life works. That's how it changed. Whereas, like, when we were growing up, you know, this is going to make us sound old, but, like, you know, social media only just started becoming popular when we were kind of, like, you know, teenagers, really. Like, I would say, like, I think I remember it being really, really, really popular. It was probably, like, year seven. I remember when Snapchat came out and it was the weird fucking app. Everyone was like, what the fuck is that? I remember that. I remember that day everyone was like, what the fuck? You just send pictures and they disappear and no one would download it. And then it became popular and then everyone everyone downloaded it. it. And I was like, oh, sometimes I think back at that and I'm like, other people don't even, they would never even have that memory. 
yeah. random things. But yeah, and also with TikTok, it's very different because like your For You page is designed for you. If you're a kid, you're going to get kid things. Like, yeah, like it learns, it like, it, like when you think about it, it is kind of a little bit creepy, but like it learns the kind of content that you watch, the mm. full content of the content that you like, you comment on, you share, you interact with versus the, co- the content that you just scroll past. Yeah, and it collects all that. So it's like, I think that if I had a kid, I wouldn't be too mad if they wanted TikTok because I know that whatever they're is on their For You page. It's just going to be for them. And actually, there was people who posted the rules of TikTok. Um, if you say you're, like, an underage... Like, if you say you're underage, they actually put a safety filter on the TikTok so you can't actually see explicit things. True. And people can't po- uh, comment explicit things. And on North's TikTok... Well, it's actually called North and Kim. It's Northwest and Kim Kardashian's TikTok. They have all the comments off because people are just like, Kim, sweetie, what's the final number yeah. on your <laughs> mum's credit card? <laughs> It was so funny to watch. It was. Sweetie, just show me the security system. Yeah. (laughs) But I just, yeah, there are safety features put in place now because it's been a very big topic of debate as of late, especially with the pandemic. Mm. Even that's happening in New South Wales at the moment. They're saying, oh, get your kids the online license. Yeah. Like as old as five, you can do it because it teaches them about online safety. And I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian of all people would be educated about online safety. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Let's move on to some lighter topics now because it's Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We're all hanging out together. <laughs> oh, we're all hanging out together. We're, if you're driving your car, sitting on the couch, whatever you're doing right now, take a moment and just know we love you. We love you. And happy Valentine's. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> so we're going to go over our favourite love songs. I think that we should do that in, in like, honour of Valentine's Day. Yeah. So... We're obviously going to add these to our playlist because mm. you can jam along to some love songs with us. What's your favourite love songs, Jados? Okay, so Somebody's Love, it's by Mind Over Matter. It's like a rap chorus, but it's a love song and it's really, really good. I listen to it every single day. Another one is Right Back Where We Started From. It's by Maxine Nightingale and, oh, just a classic. Every time it comes on, you just have to have a little party in the car. I never really thought of these two as love songs, to be honest. I just thought of them as really good songs and then <laughs> we were looking for love songs and I thought, they are love songs. Anyway, it's just weird. Have a think. <laughs> What songs do you have that are, are love songs? Well, I personally don't really listen to a lot of love songs. I more listen to... I feel like I listen to a lot of breakup songs, although, like, I'm not going through a breakup. <laughs> I just I just like the... Intensity. Yeah, like, you just feel like there's so much more emotion and meaning yeah. to a song if it's, like, a breakup song. Anyways, a classic, though, classic love song, Love on the Brain by Rihanna. Mm. Her vocal ability is really shown off in this song. Yeah. So well. Like, I remember my friend and I, we would just put this on the car and we would scream the lyrics at the top of our lungs and we'd all we would be sounding like dying hyenas but it just felt so good just to like <laughs> scream the lyrics that and also uh clinton kane aussie i guess i'm in love his vocals in that song blow me away every mm. single time i hear it i love that song so much oh much his oh but just any anything with that sort of vocal the deep like and like the real like right like powerful voice yeah like, and it just does something to you like oh Damn. And also another one that I find, like, I never knew it was a love song until I actually read the lyrics. Mm. Godspeed by Frank Ocean. Is that a love song? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many songs like that where it's, if you actually take a minute to listen to the lyrics and hear what it's actually about, you're like, oh, that's completely different to what I thought this song was about. I thought it was a sad song. 
But no, you actually listen to it. Like, I just thought it was like a sad, vibey song. You listen to it like 3 a.m. when you can't sleep or whatever. So those are our favorite love songs. Uh, we'll put a little Q&A thing. Tell us your favorite love song and also send us a DM on Instagram and tell us because we want to know. We want to spread the love this Valentine's Day. Hell yeah. And if you're spending it with that someone special, happy Valentine's Day. And if you're not... Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You're my Valentine. You're oh, Jade's Valentine. Damn, you are. Damn. Mm. Looks so good. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us anywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and our official Miso Mondays playlist, which is official Miso Mondays playlist, where you can view our favorite love songs. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade. New episodes every Monday at 6 p.m.